Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, people, you know that sound. The unfiltered band means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming at you right here, right now, on a Friday episode 172. NBA Fall Star. You never have to fall. Rise and be accounted for on this Unfiltered Revolution. Thank you, Unfiltered Band. You can jump on board on Twitter, at Casey Stern. Get in the bio, get on the YouTube channel, watch all of our videos, all the interviews, all the guests, all the lists, all the life, all the sports, all at your disposal. And, of course, uh, like all the videos and subscribe over on the YouTube side. Get on board on Twitter. And where most of you are, equal opportunists we are, we thank you first and foremost, Apple, Spotify, Everywhere you get your podcast today, as we embark on the second half of the NBA season, want to get into what happened during the disaster of All-Star Weekend, All-Star in general, and where we have gone too far. But before we go any further, let's remind you of this. We, as always, here on Unfiltered, presented by our good friends at Ben Online. Ben Online, major number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends over at Bet Online. Buy betting options, free contests, and live scores almost any sport, any game imaginable. Bet Online truly, really is the fastest and easiest way that all your favorite leagues and events. It's simple. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE. That's BELIEVE, B L E A V. To receive your awards, it's betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag, where the game starts as we get started here. Number 172, are you kidding me? The All-Star Game, are you kidding me? You know, I think about the show 24 as an example of one of many, many TV shows that I've watched in the past. Some of my favorite shows that it's going well. you got to process and it's got a formula, and it just works. And every year it works. Doesn't matter. You can change up the story. You can do whatever you want to do with it. It just works. Entourage was this way for a long time. It just works. This is just the way the formula is. Johnny Drama going to be crazy, right? Vince could be trying to do a movie. Everything going to get all screwed up. Turtle going to be wearing matching outfits. We all know what's going to go on, right? Going to be some cameos, and you you know what you got. And then something happens. They try and make it more than it is. It's a show that has a certain dynamic. Not going to change anyone's life. Then we try and make it too serious. Try and make it more than what it is. And it seriously goes up the hinges. We try and do things different to create something new instead of sticking with what works. To me, this is where we go wrong in the All-Star Games. Because they have all gotten worse. Now, look, All-Star Games are not supposed to be these great and epic events that are bigger than what it really is, which is a showcase and a format to showcase the stars of each sport. That is what it is. It is a thank you. It is a bless you. It is a congratulate you and each other for the best in the sport. But every single one has fallen victim to this whole idea. Well, we got to change it all up. I've been around baseball a long time. I covered it 20 years. 
And the worst decision that I was around in the game covering it for sure. And I said this for years on MLB Network Radio when I was there. Anybody who's a listener who's over here now listening to this show has heard that this many times. But there are no decision worse that I was a part of or covered than when Bud Selig, the commissioner at the time, decided to make the All-Star game count. Decided to make it that we were going to decide, right, anything in a postseason based on who wins an All-Star game. We're going to go make it count. So now we got to pick the rosters differently. Now we got to manage the teams differently. Now we out there and, and we in it to win it because October now is invested and involved and attached. And it was dumb and stupid, made no sense, went nowhere, and was a horrific, a horrific and epic failure. Didn't work. Went back to it. Went back the normal way. Where it's just, look, MLB All-Star Game, probably the best game anyway. And the reason why the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, excuse me, has been, to be fair, the best one for a long, long period of time is because when you are a pitcher and you are a hitter, no matter whether it's on your own team on August 15th or you are sitting in the middle of July at, at the, at the All-Star Game, you are out there as a pitcher and a competitor to get that hitter out. You are out there as a hitter and a competitor to go ahead and make that pitcher look stupid. It is why Pedro Martinez, one of the greats of all time, went out there and had one of the great performances of all time in the All-Star game with the six up, six down against greats and legends, and I don't know how many Hall of Famers in that six, because that dude out there to try and win that moment and win the day for himself I'm not saying, by the way, I'm not saying these guys don't want their teams to win, even in an All-Star game. American League, National League, they want them to win. But that's a moment where it's on you. It, it's, you know, Pete Sampras against, you know, whoever, right? Federer, it's like, I, I got to beat you, <clears throat> okay? It's Graf Sellis or wherever you want to go. Like, it's one-on-one. -on -one. I'm, go I'm going out there, and I'm going to show you I'm better than you. I'm taking you out. I ain't going to be made to look foolish. I only get one inning. I'm going one, two, three, and out the door. Maybe on nine pitches like uh, Brad Lidge did or 10 for Jacob DeGrom in an All-Star game. But you're out there to get your moment and get off the field. You only get a couple at-bats. You only get an inning. And that's it. Because of that, those games and those little moments and those matchups that we rarely get to see, at least then, interleague play, right? But those matchups, because they're star on star, it's the best and the best. It's I want to see Kershaw against Trout, right, or whoever. <clears throat> because of that and those moments, you're going to get a combination and a compiling of all those individual moments that will make the game way more competitive, even if you've got a pitcher every inning, sometimes two. Even if guys are in the field only for an inning or two, get an A-B, and then move off. Even if we're trying to you know, get everybody involved. Even if it's disjointed because of all those things I just mentioned. In that ninth inning, you get a game that's 7-2. to two, Those hitters might be their only at-bat. You're going to get an at-bat. You're going to get a guy on national television going against one of the best 
who's in his first All-Star game and has reasons to do so, or his 10th and has reason to do so, going to go try and win that matchup. And because of that, Major League Baseball's All-Star game has always been the best. The Pro Bowl on the other side was a disaster. Although, for me, I'd rather have the Pro Bowl in Hawaii being what it was than this nonsense it is now. It's my own personal feeling, and I love the Mannings. But there was always those two sides of it for me. And then in the middle, you had the NHL All-Star Game, which was kind of an up-and-down, you know, snooze fest, but you get, like, you know, to me, this is just my own personal take, not covering it, watching it. I always thought it was cool to see you know, the line combinations in an NHL All-Star game that you never would see. Like, you know, watching Gretzky play with Brett Hall on the same line. This is an example when I'm a kid, right? Those kind of things. You know, I want to see Al McInnes on the back end with Paul Coffey, right? I want to see Brian Leach and Ray Bork. You know, in my heyday as a fan growing up, those matchups, those kind of you know, combos and things, that's what you kind of was fun for me to watch in the game. But the skills competition was always for the NHL, I thought, at the highest of the high. I always had it at number one. And then right behind that, I had the NBA at number two. And the NBA All-Star Game was kind of sandwiched in the middle. Now, the good thing about the NBA All-Star Game was as bad as it could be, right? First of all, the East and the West format is way better than this garbage we have now. Team Giannis, Team LeBron is so, this is so stupid. I'm sorry. Now, I thought it was stupid when I was covering it. And I covered the first one they did this. And the All-Star Weekends that I covered when I was with Turner, they had this. And to me, it's just dumb. It, I'm sorry. It's just dumb. To me, there's more to play for when it's East-West. I understand the draft thing. I get what we're trying to do. Trying to let the stars pick the stars. And all that stuff is fun. But to me, there was a little bit more of a bragging right thing about East and West. No, you know, if, if I just joined a team two minutes ago, what the hell do I care about who I'm playing across the way? Unless the competitive juices are going to be like baseball is, where it's just one-on-one. -on -one. Now, the NBA trying to make that way, where you go look at some of the, 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 the screenshots and grabs and see this garbage that we just saw a few days ago, and you got everybody on one side clearing out. I mean, it's it's it's... It is atrocious. You Mike Malone coming out and saying the worst game he ever saw. God bless you, Mike Malone, because that is the worst hot garbage anyone has ever seen, ever. And one thing, look, I don't expect anybody, you know, I wouldn't expect if Marty McSorley was in an NHL All-Star game for him to be knocking somebody's block off. I get it, right? Or Darius Kasparitis or whoever. Like, I, I, I get that. Right, I understand that. We're watching for the skill and the play. Oh, fine. In the NBA All-Star game, right, you can play defense without getting hurt. I didn't ask you to take a charge if Giannis is coming down the middle or Joel Embiid is, is, is charging down the middle. I didn't ask you, right, and he, and he running full speed to get in the way. I didn't ask you to do that. But you could play some damn defense. My God, what a horrific display of lack of compete level. And the problem that the NBA has as a whole right now with this selfish me-me nature bullshit that it plays with 90% of the time. Sorry. I ain't asking you to be like in the 90s where I watched the Knicks and they beat the crap out of every team they played. But can we have some toughness for crying out loud, my God? 
You go in the paint nowadays, if Rod Strickland and Allen Iverson and guys like that were playing right now, watch me be that guy in the lawn, they'd score 100 points because there ain't nobody playing defense down the middle. The paint, I mean, honestly, the paint is like the safe zone in the, the board game. Sorry, ain't no one going to touch you here. It's garbage. That All-Star game was atrocious. It was complete and utter, pardon me, bullshit. It was terrible. No compete level whatsoever. Zero. I mean, none. But I think the, the, the Giannis-LeBron team aspect is part of the problem. Sorry. The drafting at the last second, why? Because I want to see whether or not LeBron picks this guy over that guy. I don't care about that. Do you really care? Like, I got to watch, like, you got to, like, oh, wow, I can't wait to see, like, which friend, you know, he picks or, you know, who from Clutch or what what shoe deal, you know, partnership. I, I don't care about that. Do you? I don't want to hear that. East meets West. Let's go. It's like Rocky Four. Let's just do that. Come on, man. So that's a big problem. The Giannis LeBron team stuff, that doesn't work anyway, right? But here's the thing, people. Regardless of how the teams are drafted and who they are, if the players don't care, why should I? If the players don't want to compete, then what the hell should I care? Now, let me tell you something. I love covering All-Star Weekend. It was really cool. One of my pinch me moments of my career in any sport was being down on the floor and look, there's, I'm going to sound like a complete ass right now, but but this this is, you know, it's like um, I think about like kind of like where my life was, how it got to and where it's come from moments. And I've had some of the up and some of the down. But I remember sitting with Smitty, Steve Smith, who I was working with at the time next to like Dikembe Mutombo, like on the floor in the first row on the floor. And I think it was New Orleans for All-Star Weekend. And it was amazing. Like, being there that close and watching all that was crazy. It was crazy. And, you know, look, the slam dunk competition been bad forever. But what's the problem with the slam dunk competition? Guys who actually are the best dunkers don't want to compete. Why don't they want to compete? Because they don't want to fail. That's why. Because they don't want to fail. Not because they can't do dunks. It's because they don't want to lose to somebody you never heard of. It's because they don't want to sit there and tell you. Look, Vince Carter wiped all these dudes off the face of the earth probably now at his age. And I get what we had, you know, with Mac in the moment we got this past weekend, but we got to go to the G League to get dudes. Could no one want to do it? But you know what would be great? Even if the Ducks were only a 42 out of 50, how would you like to see LeBron get in there? Right? That's why I want to see Giannis go from the free throw line. I want to see the stars do it. You got to dip into the G League because these guys are so goddamn selfish. They don't want to compete because they don't want to lose. It's the same reason they don't compete and the same reason they don't play defense in the All-Star game. I don't want to get beat by that guy. So if I don't try, then he ain't beating me. He ain't undressing me because I am not even trying to play defense. It's garbage. Man, you know what? Look, and not just Kobe. He certainly was there. Allen Ivers. There's so many guys in that era. You Because everybody goes back to the 80s. You don't have to. Or the toughness in the 90s. You don't have to. Even in the 2000s, look, those All-Star games. Remember the one with Starberry down at the end of the game with the comeback? Like, they, these guys wanted to compete. 
They wanted to go out there and show that they were the best. They wanted to go out there and take that moment, mano a mano, and say, this is it. It's all about us. Now, right now, all they want to do is they want to enjoy the moments, the parties, the glitz, the glamour, the hangout with the stars, the being cool, hang out with each other, pick each other's friends on the team and all that nonsense. And when it comes down to competing, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want my 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 body to get hurt in terms of getting injured. And I don't want my emotions and my damn ego to get hurt by getting beaten on the floor. So as long as I don't try, nobody thinking I'm trying to play defense because God knows most people can't play defense in this league right now. But as long as we're not trying to play defense, then I didn't get undressed. That guy not waxing me on the floor. and It's all good to go. Let's go back to, to our teams and, and do it next week. It's just hot garbage. I mean, it's absolute atrocious bullshit. And, and the ratings were terrible because who the hell is going to watch it? And I bet you there are probably a lot of people started out watching that thing. And when you see sitting there five minutes into the game, five minutes into the game, I we're not tired. We didn't give up. The lead not 40. I ain't exhausted. I ain't. That's a wrap. One, two, three, Cancun. We're five minutes into the game. And everybody's standing with their hands on their damn hips watching guys do layups. You should be embarrassed. If you are an NBA player, you should be damn embarrassed with yourself if you're in that game. It was an embarrassment for yourselves, embarrassment for your cities, your teams, the fans, and the whole damn league. It was an absolute embarrassment. Dumpster fire. How are we going to change the All-Star game? Try having the players give a shit. Seriously. What a disgrace that was. Say what you want about the Pro Bowl or the flag football in the NFL. These are the flag, they ain't trying to play. And the Pro Bowl, I didn't expect somebody to go ahead and, and, you know, be committing late hit penalties. But in the NBA, my God, you're not afraid to get hurt. You're afraid of your ego getting hurt. So if I don't try, then I can't fail. I can't lose. Grow up. Go home then. Seriously. Because nobody at home watching the game. Nobody at home watching the game. Nobody at home watching that game. Garbage. So just like 24 or Entourage or Heroes, that's another one that comes to mind, or all these shows that start out great, and then all of a sudden, we're trying to do something different. We're trying to do more. We're trying to be more. It's not enough we just this successful thing that we got going on. We're gonna, now we're going to pick our team. We're going to do this. We're going to change the fourth quarter score. We're going to do all this garbage, right? How about competing? You don't got to polish a turd if it's not a turd. Now you got a turd. Now you got a big, juicy turd. That's what the NBA All-Star Game, you write it down, mark it down, put it in your pipe and smoke it. It's a big, fat, juicy, hot turd. That is what it has become. My goodness. Unfiltered, as always, presented by our good friends at Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.